0: What's up, everyone out there in internet land? This is Slobo Sawed on Netflix, the show where we go into the deep archives of Netflix and really come up with some of the hidden gems that are on the platform. I tried to get some recent netflix originals because you know i mean all these other movies can be taken off the platform put on the platform that sort of thing but these netflix originals the ones that are, will more likely be on the platform thank you so much check out this podcast and all the other episodes of this podcast whether or not you're doing the videos on youtube or the audio version or your favorite podcasting device i thank you because this podcast here is listened to from new zealand all the way over to Saudi Arabia. Gotta give a shout-out to the Democratic Republic of the Congo and Angola for putting us on your charts this week. I see you. I appreciate you. This one's a little different because this is the show I really want to talk about. Sabora, Blood and Rome, or Sabora, La Sierra, or series, uh, for those you internationally. It's something I watched before the podcast. A lot of times I come across the movies and content afterward. I go, oh, this would be a good show to talk about. On saw on Netflix. But I realized that before the podcast existed, I was kind of a Netflix junkie in my own right. And Sabora Blood in Rome came from a very, very important time in my life. I had a gig out in Italy from Los Angeles. First time going to Italy. I just figured I would learn Italian by immersion. By listening and watching Italian programming. Now, I know full well that a gangster film was not going to be the way Rome nearly is, but I figured there were some cool ways of saying some phrases. I could probably pick that up. Long story short, the answer is no. I went to Italy, but I was totally lost, but thankfully, since it's Europe, I was completely lost, and I had a background in Spanish, so some things may not make sense uh, in English, but it totally made sense if I translated to Spanish first and into Italian, but that's besides the point. That is neither here nor there. Sabora, it's based on the movie of the same name. Uh, this is why the international title is Sabora La Series, or Sabora La Serie, or Serie, C- I'm not sure how I pronounce that in Italian. Uh, and it's adapted from the movie Sabora, which came out two years prior to the first season of Sabora but on Rome, three seasons of this show, and I think I have the episode count here, ten episodes in season one, uh, eight episodes in season two, and six episodes in season three. And then I want to go into why I like this series so much. Uh, for someone who doesn't Really know much about Italian culture, at least the modern Italian culture. Of course, I grew up around enough Italian American representations of what Italians were. We come from New York. Um, It was kind of cool to see how cosmopolitan Rome is, and how even though Rome is a world away, uh, that city. Fictionally, is dealing with the same problems we have here in the United States in Los Angeles with size, sprawl, people trying to get on top, people trying to find their own prosperity, figuring out what is corruption, if you're trying to feed your family. These are universal themes. So it's kind of cool to see it in, a, in my perspective a foreign country. Granted, if you're Italian, Rome isn't foreign at all, but uh, I really like that. Uh, when I was in high school, I read a book, which ended up being a really flat movie, called Bonfire of the Vanities, uh, and it really was... Not necessarily the most entertaining read, but I was always a sucker from that point on of those kind of sprawling stories where we get different perspectives at the same time concurrently, simultaneously. how we deal with a certain problem or situation so that or nbc had a a drama in the early 2000s called boomtown is another example of that i was a big fan of crash when it came out i know people now kind of deride it as one of the most undeserving quote-unquote best pictures ever but i kind of like the idea of different storylines coming together interacting but not in like a love actually kind of way i got kind of burnt out with those kind of movies so when you talk about the main idea of the series about uh, organized crime versus the strength of the church and Catholicism versus the police versus young button politicians trying to work their way up the ladder versus the normal citizens just trying to make ends meet. The first season was co- was completely interesting because not only do you have the, the cosmopolitan city aspect of Rome, you have its reach of the old times with the Vatican and, and the popes and cardinals being involved in this sweeping crime drama with even subversive things. And even... Outside of Rome and Osteria, where there was like this countryside aspect to it, uh, to me that was fascinating, and I was hooked line and sinker. Um, I mentioned this in a bunch of other shows, such as Lupin. I tend to watch shows that are in a foreign language subtitled, and so I couldn't do it with English dub. Like I wanted to get the full thing, the full immersion. So, um, I it put me it transported me to that time, and I really like. That sweeping thing. Season one is dang near perfection. Uh, I think if you just have time just to give it a shot, I think by two episodes of season one, you'll be hooked about the sprawling way of this thing kind of reaches out, whether it's talking about the Sinti or Romani people, whether it's about the the not in ba- my backyard Italians, whether it's about the influence of the, of the Catholic faith and the Vatican on the everyday life of Rome. It's very familiar in how sweeping and dangerous a city can be, but very unique for a time for a city that's caught between two time periods like Rome. And and being there afterwards, after season one and two, I believe, uh, it was fantastic. Now I watched this during the pandemic, uh, pretty much the first time, the first season. Consumed it pretty quickly. Uh, season two, a little bit more maturity. Things have to fall off just a quite a little bit uh, with some of the the killings off of some characters or of, of note uh, that really kind of shifts the dynamic of the show, and by season 3 it became a different program altogether. I don't want to get too much of specifics, because I don't want to ruin it, but by the time the third season came around it became a much more narrowed focus between two characters and their specific quests, as opposed to the, the giant sweeping drama that really was the hook what really worked for the show Uh in the first season, season and a half. This was the first Italian language drama produced by Netflix, and that's their global strategy now, uh, is being able to set up things in native languages with native talent and is finding ways to translate and dub and it's been profitable for them i mentioned this a bunch of times and the second time today i'll make a lupon reference one of my pro friends uh austin warren voices the english dub of lupon for for england so for american and english audiences so it's pretty cool to see there's a whole other market being supported in this global strategy that netflix is doing this is why they kind of raise your uh subscription fees a dollar every time you're not looking because That stuff costs money. Uh, Sabura Blood and Rome is something I really, really enjoyed at the top. Uh, It kind of peters out, in my opinion. I think this first season is great. Uh, The first two seasons tell a complete story. Uh, you may not like how it ended if you ended at season two, but it is kind of complete. We do season two. Season three is more or less an epilogue. Uh, it's very apparent that's the case. There are six episodes in that third season, and even then, I felt like it could have been served by an, a three-episode arc or a extended movie or something along those lines. Uh, Rotten Tomatoes doesn't have a rating for for this one, uh, but IMDb gives it a seven point five and I think that's fair. You know, I would have complained. I would have said, no, man, definitely 8.5. Uh, but as it progressed, I think overall now, now that it's over, now that it's been out for about a year now, Netflix says the show is canceled. I think 7.5 is definitely an accurate score. Where, meaning it is way uh, above average, way, uh, I think it's in that good, great territory, but just shy of being one of those legendary shows you have to have to see. Uh, please check it out. Let me know what you think. Sabora, Blood on Rome, uh, or Sabora La or La hey, <laughs> available now on that Netflix platform. This one here was kind of an impromptu episode. Let me know if you want me to talk about more series or movies work for you. Comment below if you're on that YouTube, or make sure you hit that uh, contact button if you're listening on your favorite audio or your di- device, or hit me up on that Twitter, at Flobo Boys. I would love to hear from you. But, until next time, as always, this is Flobo on Netflix.